It's the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast, your one-stop shop to dominate fantasy baseball and football. Come get some. And your time is up. Our time is now. It's the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Charlie, and with me as always, or at least back with me today, is Trader Andy. What's up, my brother? The tag team champions here. What's up? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, bro, my KBO is still on fire. I'm going at it again, bro. I mean, uh, you're talking about golf and you're talking about Korean baseball. What about football? That's not live yet, bro. That's uh-huh. not live. That's not uh-huh. live. But let, <laughs> I, I, I'm on a little bit of a three or four day heater on the KBO. I just missed the nuts last night. Woke up at 515, went to go check my lineup, decided, nah, I'm going to go to sleep. And what happened? Rain out. Rain out. So I had two guys in my lineup, ended up finishing 15th in the biggest field. Wow. W- would have hit it. Would have hit it. I wow. just missed, man. If I would have just woke up out of bed at 515 and put anybody else in my lineup, I would have hit the nuts. Right. Oh. <laughs> but you know what my dad always says, right? <laughs> what do you say? If my aunt had a dick. She'd be my uncle. (laughs) (laughs) So with us always back in the top left corner is our lead football analyst. It's Nick Mimi. What's up, my brother? What's up? What's up? Yo, listen, stack attack squad. We got big news. Big news. If you didn't already, our man, Nick got that invite to the Scott fishbowl. Number 10. What's up, bro? We ready to go on that? Absolutely. I've been, I'm in uh, three Scott fish mocks right now. And uh, learning the super flex, learning the rosters in it, and going pretty well right now. Uh, that, that's all this kid ever does is mock draft. Like we we put, we say, hey, you just got into the biggest draft of the f- football season. What are you gonna do? He's not going to Disney World. He's going to mock draft, right? Just and- just show you what I'm what I have in mind now. I'm gonna take all these mock drafts. One of them actually has five divisions, so I'm gonna take all the ADPs of guys and kind of get a good feel of the first few rounds. So when I go into it, I'm at least know what I'm doing here. Yeah. The, the quarterback thing is a little crazy, right? The quarterback thing is crazy. If you I um, the scoring is nuts. I'm in one league right now where Mahomes not Mahomes, I'm sorry. I think it was Lamar Jackson went number 1, so I took McCaffrey number 2. But you're having Lamar Jackson, Mahomes, they're going in the first round right I away. Heard, um, I heard Ryan Leaf, Ryan Leaf went in the second round. That's how crazy. He went in the first round actually. <laughs> I think he's back in jail. Yeah, no, I just oh, think he got God. out. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. All right. Not well, cool. Well, well, we got Andy back in the fold today, so that usually means that we're talking baseball in some way, shape, or form, and we're fresh off the MLB draft, which is usually one of the best days of the year for us. This this draft was a little wacky, you know, only five rounds. We're used to 40 rounds. And some of the picks were shocking. We, we, we definitely saw the biggest percentage of college players ever taken. Hmm. Uh, which makes sense because we live in the Northeast. There was no such thing as a baseball season this year. Um, the Midwest, no such thing as baseball season. So all the high school players that that got drafted are all from the West Coast and the Southeast. And that's what it comes down to. So everybody's looking college this year. And we're going to guide you guys through some of our favorite plays and how it will affect us for fantasy this year. Andy, any global, like, big picture things that that really jumped out at you 
for this draft? Well, I mean, it's a lot of, a lot of things that are different this year. Uh, the one thing that's going to be interesting is uh, the day where all the uh, players get to throw $20,000 on players and try to, again, not going to college. Yeah. Right. Uh, what day is that coming up? That's uh, this week, I believe. It's going to be intense, I heard. Yes. Now, people are going to be writing checks out uh, all day long. I don't know about you, you know? but I'd, I'd be heading my ass to college right away. I don't know. If the, if the Yankees come up to you and say, hey, I got 20 grand, you want to play? With us, I don't know. It's tough to say no. I'm just throwing it out there. Maybe I would because I wasn't yeah, that good of a student. But if it was still 1993, I'd take that deal, bro. <laughs> but in, in, in 2020, mm-hmm. I'm going to college, bro. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. All right. So with the first pick in the 2020 Major League Baseball Amateur Draft, the Tigers select Spencer Torkelson, third baseman out of Arizona State. What say you? Uh, the guy guy looks like a complete hitter. Obviously, they threw in the third base thing. That shows a little versatility there. Uh, the one thing I, I noticed that I wasn't really aware of, I, I kind of always compared him to Andrew Vaughn, slugger, playing first base. But he's got some speed on him, too. He Not a slow guy. He could definitely take a base here and there as well. But supposedly his power is unmatched. He's one of the best power hitters in this draft. And uh, he should be up very soon. Nick, what do you think? I agree 100%. I think he's immediately a borderline top 10 prospect. I think you could probably even see him top 15, top 20 in all the major sites. I think he's got 40 homer upside. Kid's going to be a stud. Detroit's got some good ones in the weight. Andy, Nick just mentioned that he thinks he's a top 15, top 20 prospect right away. Where do you put him? Uh, I would I would definitely say in the 12 to 20 range. I don't think uh, he's up there yet for top 10, but he could very much went up with a lot of people graduating this year with uh, the 50 band rosters that they're going to have. All right. Well, I, 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 I'm going to take a crap on your parade right now, guys. <laughs> I, I don't like this kid. I don't, I, I look at the swing and I, I'm big on my personal eyeball test and my own scouting, scouting report on the player. He looks stiff to me. Like I, I see a lot of the same things that I said, about Pete Alonzo. Well, that worked out for you. I, 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 <laughs> I, I, will, I will take a knee that Pete Alonzo had an amazing season, but I still think there's a 235 hitter in there, and I think that's what we're going to end up with Spencer Torkelson down the road. I think he's the exact same player as, as Pete Alonzo. His swing's not fluid. It's stiff. He just does not look like a baseball player to me. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't see it. I don't love it. I got a guy about 20 picks from now that I like more as a right-handed power hitter. We'll talk about that when we get there. All right. All right. So with the second pick in the Major League Baseball amateur draft, the Baltimore Orioles select outfielder from the University of Arkansas, Heston Gierstad. What say you? Darren Erstad, who? No, not at That's exactly what I was doing. I'm like, are you kidding me? It was shocking. I, I was expecting them to take uh, either the, the stud lefty who actually got passed over to, or uh, because Baltimore can always use an arm, or I was figuring they were going to take uh, the kid from Vanderbilt, Martin. Uh, it's, it's shocking. But obviously, you know, the first thing I thought was, okay, they're, they're trying to save money like the Orioles usually do. Yep. But maybe, maybe it was their guy. You know, you know the way I see it with this is, um, if your guy is your guy, don't pass on him. Who the hell cares who you pass on as long as you get your guy? 
We'll see. Personally, I don't think it was about that being their guy. They they made a, a pre-draft arranged deal with him way under slot. And I think it was more about them saving the money for pick 30 mm-hmm. when they took took uh, Jordan Westberg from Mississippi State, which another high-end college player that was pretty close to being ready. So it, it was more of a let's get two players instead of one. So they, they didn't want to be involved in that heavy bonus money at the number two pick. That's just my, my, my say for it. But I mean, they're saying he's the best lefty power hitter in the draft. And in that, in that stadium, uh, he could hit 30 uh, mm-hmm. on a bad day. Hit it off the warehouse. I do agree he's the best left-handed power hitter in the draft. Similar situation at number three. We had a uh, pre-draft under-slot deal that was, was set up with Max Meyer from the University of Minnesota with the Miami, Florida, what are they? The South Florida Marlins? Fucking Marlins. Florida Marlins. Whatever. I think they're the Florida Marlins still. <laughs> what say you guys? Uh, I mean, I don't like it. And, you know, obviously, Lacey's the best pitcher on the board, and they took this guy. Obviously, he got throw. he's undersized. He throws gas. He throws uh, 100 miles an hour. He, uh, he was named having the best pitch in the draft, which is his slider. It's an exploding slider. But basically, when you hear that, it's like an undersized two-pitch pitcher. He's got to develop a change if he expects to do anything else. But they're saying that he could be ready very, very soon and come up. So, I don't know. I know you need more than two pitchers. But Greg Max made a life off doing two pitches. So, we'll see. What do you think, Nick? I agree with everything you just said. Yeah, he throws 100. He's pretty polished. Um, I don't agree with the pick. I think Lacey should have been the pick here, but... The Twins need pitching. This is where they went. Um, it's questionable, but we'll see what happens. In my opinion, you get a, a two-pitch pitcher. You, Andy, you said that the best pitch in the entire draft with his slider. That sounds like Brad Lidge to me. Like, if you're going to throw two pitches, you should be thrown in the back end of a bullpen. And if they want to stretch him out, they're going to have to work that out. Um, skinny, tall kid. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if the, if, if it's there for him to be a starter, but the, that's what the Marlins are saying they're going to do. So it might be a little bit longer than what we expect from our typical top five, top 10 college pitcher, right? I don't think this guy's going to be up as quick as people say he should be because they want to develop him as a starter. It's, it's just going to take more time. Mm-hmm. What say you guys about, I mean, you both touched, we'll, we'll start with Nick on this one, um, about Asa Lacey from All Texas right. A&M, now of the Kansas City Royals. Sounds like you guys both like this guy a lot. Yeah, KC's building up their uh, pitching staff. They got Brady Singer, who before COVID probably was an open, could have been an open day starter, actually. With Lacey, he's, he's hard throwing, mid to upper 90 fastball. Got a deadly slider. He's got a good change, good curveball. You know, some kinks to work out, but he's definitely got that ace upside. Kansas City's got some future. They got some bright young stars. I like the pick. They got a steal there, a four. He shouldn't have been there. Yeah, I uh, I thought they were going to grab one of the uh, middle infielders as well to match him up with, I'm not even going to say Mondesi, but uh, Bobby Wood Jr. They went ahead and grabbed the value that was there. They didn't expect Lacey to be there. Uh, they spent the entire draft last year building up their staff. They have four top 100 starters in the in the in the minor leagues right now with Lacey, Singer, Chris Bubik, Jackson Coar and Daniel Lynch. So they're absolutely loaded here. They have young arms coming up 
and they're just going to build up that offense. That was five, bro. But, that was five, not I mean, four. That was five top top one hundred. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But Bubik's not in the top one hundred yet, but he okay. will be there. Yeah, should be, should be, should so, be. Yeah. So I love what they're doing. You know, if he falls in your lap, you can't say no. Yeah. This reminds me a lot of Sean Manaya when they drafted him. Sweet lefty. He's not my favorite lefty in this draft, though. Not my favorite. And and you guys already know who I'm looking at down the road. But if Asa Lacy could get that command up to a major league average with his strikeout ability, he'll he'll be a stud and he'll be a stud for fantasy. But the command right now, he's he's a little got a little Mitch Williams in him right now. So we'll see if the, where that goes. All right, I don't even want to talk about pick five because I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Nick, start it off, man. Austin Martin falls to False. the Toronto Blue Jays. Oh my God, what a stacked offense this oh. team has. Oh, I'm a Yankee fan too. You just see the Toronto's future. It is scary, <laughs> very scary. Biggio, Bichette, Vlad, yeah, this kid in there. They're they're stacked. I mean, the kid's best tool. He's got the best hit tool in the class, without a doubt. Um, 2020 potential. I mean, they got a steal. Can play third. He can play short. I mean, does this mean Vlad's going to potentially DH in the future now? Well, that's a given. Ah, well, he's going to DH anyway. But but you're gonna look at Jordan Grossham's gonna be playing third base, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you knew this, but Martin was playing center field this year, so he's gonna be playing center field possibly. Oof. He's that versatile, so we can leave Bichette short, leave Biggio at second. Obviously, we're we're not doing a scouting report on the Blue Jays, but this is just how loaded they are. They're just gonna have young guys all over the place. Andy, do you think this is the kind of kid that when he gets called up, that we're gonna have him? eligible at multiple positions right yeah. off the bat. Yeah, I think so. And uh, he's on, he's an on-base machine, just like Biggio too. That's why I love Biggio and other people don't, but I loved him a lot before anyone else did, but now he's starting to come up. But his, his hit tool, his plate discipline, those are just words that just get me excited here on a Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> was Saturday morning, bro. I don't even know. It's the Whacked Attack Fantasy Podcast. So, looking at number six overall, one of my favorite right-handed pitchers in this draft, out of the University of Georgia to the Seattle Mariners, which is like kind of a kick in the groin. Uh, and Hancock. <laughs> kick in the groin with the Hancock. What do you say? Well, what, what the, the Blue Jays are doing with the offense the Mariners are doing with their their pitching. You know they got uh, yep. they got Logan Gilbert, who I absolutely love. They got yeah. Hancock here coming up very soon. They got uh, George Kirby, who was another first round pick from two years back. They got Justin Dunn, who they stole from the Mets with uh, Jared Kelnick. I had to always bring that up. Uh, so I mean, they're they're loaded. He's polished. Just Sheffield. Yeah, I, I'm not sure about him long term though. I think he might. Be too wild to be in the rotation, but that's another conversation, another day. I think uh, they're set up nicely. He's he's polished. He's not going to be down there long. You know, they're, he's going to be coming up very soon. And that's going to be an exciting team to watch. What about you, Nick? Anything? I agree, hundred percent. He's got potential. You gotta stop agreeing with me. I, I like what you say. We, we got. We, yeah, we got same Nick, Nick, when are you going to grow a sack and say like, no, you guys are idiots. You're morons. Uh, He's, he, yeah, I think he's going to be pretty decent. I mean, it's Seattle. It's Seattle. Uh, who good knows? Ballpark. Be, yeah, ball, good, ball, good ballpark pitching. Yeah. I mean, he's got that ace upside. If everything clicks for him, 
Uh, he's got to have everything hit. Um, could have three plus pitches potentially. I mean, Kit's not bad. Seattle. Yeah. You don't sound excited. All right. Uh, All right. From from what I've watched with my blind eye, better command than the two pitchers that were taking a, above him. In my opinion, he's closer to being ready. But Seattle has reason to keep him down. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I don't think he's the fastest up, but I think he's the most ready, honestly, of the pitchers we've talked about so far, even though I got one better. <laughs> Coming up, the seventh pick out of the New Mexico State. Are they still the Lobos? I think so. Yeah, New Mexico State Lobos to the Pittsburgh Pirates. It's Nick Gonzalez. I can't wait to play with him on uh, a video game system next year, just like <laughs> he was playing this year when he had 12 home runs and like 31 at-bats. He was a monster. Uh, obviously, he doesn't have that kind of uh, power, um, but he he definitely was on the heater. Uh, he's he's going to do it all. I, I, I like him. A lot of people are saying that they compare him to a certain player who Jeff hates, uh, Kesson Haria. Uh, yeah, I know he hates that. You know, the guy's going to be a stud. Wow. I see that too. <laughs> you can, Okay, so I don't like Nick Gonzalez, and people are comparing him to Keston Haria, who I do not like. So good comp, good comp. And both of them are going to be awesome. <laughs> I hope you're right, brother. Yeah, uh, he's going he's gonna to be probably uh, playing second base there long term, if I had a guess. Andy, I, if I remember correctly, you're already invested in this kid, right? I am. I took him. Uh, you I are. took him in uh, my uh, our home league's uh, minor league draft. Okay. Very excited. All right. Good luck with that. <laughs> um, so at number eight, we're going to talk about a player who is actually the first high school player off the board, the latest ever to come off the board as the first high school player. And he got struck out by a girl when he was a kid. <laughs> you remember that? You remember seeing Robert Hassel when he played in the Little League World Series? No, I, I, I must have missed, I must have that? missed that one. The girl must have been throwing no, gas. No, he got... Do you, do you remember Monet Davis? Oh, yeah. She was awesome. She was insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah there There is there. a video of him getting struck out by her. So Oh, she struck yeah. out the whole world. All right, all right. Yeah. She probably would have struck me out too. And I was I was like twenty five <laughs> when she when she was twelve. So <laughs> I, I was a little shocked by that pick. I mean, I, I I like him. He has a nice swing, but what do you think of him long term? Nick? Good uh good upside. Uh good hit tool. You know, decent decent average. Uh decent power. Um borderline speed. I mean I'm a big speed guy in fantasy. I love drafting speed guys. Um, he's definitely got that good bat speed. Could be a good pick for San Diego. I mean, they they got the talent there. They got a great farm system. Uh, they're a year, two years away from really, really making an impact. The thing I like about him the most is that he his he has a very, very good uh, hit tool, which is harder to teach than the power. The power he's going to grow into his body when he's only eighteen years old. He's going to grow into it, and he's going to pop some more home runs in, in that. So, um, I I think. Having a 60 hit tool is a very good start. And, you know, San Diego's loaded, so they can just let him develop and there's no pressure. Not at all. Very well said. I'm much more impressed with the hit tool than the power tool these days because everybody can hit home runs. But if you could do it and bat 280 to 300 in the meantime, boom, there we go. Right. 
Mm-hmm. All right. So the next pick at number nine was the big slider. And if you're in a dynasty league drafting against me this week, you need to watch your back if you want this dude, because he's on my left eye, right eye, a little bit of both. I got my eye on this kid. Two more days. We're talking about that. We're talking about. The second coming of Christian Yelich. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what they're saying. And you know what? Uh, when you win that league three years in a row, you can afford to take a guy who's coming out of high school in Colorado, and you can sit there for a couple of years and not worry about it. Uh, obviously, when people like me and Nick are trying to win, we can't take this guy in the first round and expect nope. to try to compete. So uh, I will say he is my favorite player. In this draft, he's my favorite player in this draft. I Wait, was he your favorite player? And and, and we're, we're obviously we're talking about Zach Veen from the Colorado Rockies now. Yeah. Was he your favorite player before he was drafted to the Rockies? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. yep, nope. He was my top guy. I I loved his uh, approach. I loved his swing. I think he's going to be a star. And then when he went to Colorado, I'm like, oh my god. He's going to be Larry Walker all over again. So you're putting this kid in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> he thought about, he's thinking about it. Uh, no, I can't do that. I, that's too much yeah, pressure for anybody, including myself. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll go with uh, he could be a Christian Yelich's younger, younger brother. Uh, I'm, I, I'm sorry to break this news, but Christian Yelich is going to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> it's happening. All right. Well, this guy's his little brother then, and there's no pressure. <laughs> Bro, I love I, I love this kid. I absolutely can't get enough of him. The swing is beautiful. The opportunity is beautiful. I I, I can't get enough. I'm just very upset in with the fact that there's no minor league se- season this year, and I don't get to watch him swing a professional at bat. Yeah. For another year. Oh, well, that upsets me. me. They're talking about Arizona Fall League, so you can watch them. An Arizona Fall League is going to be intense. That's what I heard. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Oh. So we all love Zach Veen, and we're all putting our stamp on him for Dynasty yeah. right. right now. All right. Well, the, the next guy, real quick, I'm just going to take off my headphones and walk away. I need to get something to drink. You can handle this one, Jeff, because I know this is yeah, your I boy. Got no, I got yeah. nothing to say, man. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, this is going to be the fastest player to the majors this uh, I, out of this draft. Reed Detmers, I've had my eye on him for a couple of years. We drafted um, him. What? We drafted him. Yes. Yeah. Um, we, we, we drafted him in our, what is that? that 50 32 round. team. Yeah. 32 team, 50 round draft. We yeah, took him in like insane. the 17th <laughs> round or something like that. But yeah, I, I, I'm on this kid, man. He's got it all. He's got, yeah, the velocity is not crazy, but the stuff is ridiculous. The command is ridiculous. The strikeout rate is ridiculous. And he pitched for a major, major program at Louisville. He's ready to go. He's going to be the fastest guy up to the majors. He is now with the Anaheim, Los Angeles. I, I don't know. what what, what, what Mike Trout's team. The Angels? Mike Trout's team. Yeah, Mike Trout's team. And I think they need a pitcher or two. 
their their depth chart is terrible. Yeah, it's horrible at pitching. Otani, Julio Teran, Haney, Bundy, and Canning. Eh. And Who's this yep. this kid yeah. slides in day one as their top pitching prospect right yep. now. This is the guy to own. If you need a pitcher for your dynasty league, he's the guy to go get. I went and got him six months ago, and I got lucky that he landed in the right spot and did not yeah. go to the Colorado Rockies. Yeah, so let's mock him. Go the rumor to love oh, him. God. And I think, I, I, I honestly, I think if Zach Veen didn't yep. slide, that that the Rockies yeah. were going to take that Merce. We got lucky. to be screwed. <laughs> but, this is my guy, man. Anybody got anything to add? No, I, I'm sure he'll be on your team uh, in about 48 hours. Sounds about right. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> they have. They don't have a. They they can afford it. They need play pitching. All right. All right. So <laughs> that that closes out the top ten, right there. Any other guys you guys want to talk about that were maybe top fifteen? Pi- Picks, Andy. Well, who do you got? Uh, I got one I want to talk about, and it's I'm confused by it. Obviously, uh, when you're drafting and you know only a five round draft, you draft the best player available, uh, no matter what. And it doesn't matter if you have Joey Bart catching, you go the best player available, which happened to be a power hitting, switch hitting catcher who can stay behind the plate and has the tools to stay behind the plate. I don't know what they're going to do with it, um, but between Joey Bart and Patrick Bailey, I, I love him. The guy has huge upside. He's going to be able – he's going to be a fancy asset because, you know, he's going to have catching ability and he's going to be popping home runs. He's going to hit 30 home runs. So why? Why did they do that? I mean, obviously you take the best player available, but I don't know. I'm confused. Maybe they could slide Bart to first base or uh, DH with that new DH coming in, but so Bart Bart's a, a leader on the team, and you know he he has all this pedigree, and you're going to move him already, really? That's <laughs> questionable. Uh, I'm a, I'm a catcher. I'm not you're not taking me and move me to a lesser position where I don't have as much uh, <laughs> control of the team. But I don't know. I'm confused by it. It's weird. But in a dynasty, I would definitely grab him because. He's going to be better than those crappy catchers that you're drafting in round 23 and 24. Yeah, something's going to work itself out. That's yeah, what it comes it down does. to for fantasy. It'll, it'll it'll work itself out. Yeah. All right. A- Andy, what do you think about that? That's number 13. What do you think about number 12? Who I think might be one of the best damn hitters in the whole draft, especially oh. from a prep perspective. In Austin Hendrick out of uh, Pennsylvania High School. What I heard was a a comparison. Uh, They were comparing him to a type of bat that Clint Frazier has. Uh, Now, obviously, Clint Frazier hasn't been given the role yet and been able to produce, but every scout that's ever seen Clint Frazier, they, they use the word legendary bat speed, and that's exactly what Hendricks has. Uh, He's, you know, He's a high-intensity guy. He's blazing uh, bat speed, and he's going to be a power speed monster. Uh, And especially playing in the Great American Small Park, uh, I I think it's just a match made in heaven. So who else got anything on him? 
Yeah, you, you touched it all. I mean, you got the plus speed. Nick agreeing with Ameri- Nick Green and with me again. Uh, Nick Green with right, you. Right. The uh, Great <laughs> Nick, American Nick, Ballpark. Nick, do you hate anybody? <laughs> uh, there's a few. Give me, but... give me one. Let's hear some negativity out of your ass. I hated the number one overall pick. Jeff hated the number one pick. <laughs> Jeff's a hater. Jeff is a hater on a hater raid. Yeah. Give me someone, Nick. Who do you hate? Give me one guy. I want to hear it. Ah. <sighs> That's tough. Really, um, all right, all right Nick. Now this- n- number number fifteen, my <laughs> Phillies, Mika Bell. That's actually the guy I was gonna t- I was gonna touch on. Okay. Do you hate him? Do you um, love him? I l- I like him a lot for oh, oh, God. Oh, oh, God. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> big big frame, six foot five out of high school. He can fill into his body. Um good for Philly. More he's very polished for the uh for the arms, good command, two, three pitches. Definitely can work that out in the uh, in the minors. Definitely come up for Philly. They need it. Jeff needs it. Even after a full ball of wine, you still don't hate nobody. I don't understand. <laughs> uh, that, bottle, that bottle's polished. Uh, That's great. Anyone else? You guys right. want to talk so about? what I'm what I'm what I am confused about. I did want to touch. I do like the pick for the Yankees at uh, Austin Wells. I like the bat. I like his comment that he wants to hit homers in Yankee Stadium. But it's the second catcher we've drafted in the last uh, what three years now. How that yeah, so work, what, how'd that work out for you? We got Gary Sanchez. His uh, batting average is about a five. <laughs> Zero zero five, not a five hundred. So uh, we'll see what they're doing with that. Well, you have to realize that catchers don't really pan out. So you got to just keep drafting them, and hopefully one will pan out. Uh, hey. um, so we'll they see. always end up moving. Yep. Yep. So. And, and it, it, if they were drafted because of their defensive prowess, there is zero for us for fantasy. That's what it comes down to. Well, so look at, uh, if, if you got both tools, you got the defense and the hitting tool, you end up moving moving to another position or you end up being a zero for fantasy. Look at uh, Zach Collins. What was he, the number 10 pick for the White Sox? And he's pretty much amounted to nothing. They signed a free agent over him. That's your suck, man. It's tough. It's a very it's brutal. It's a brutal landscape. Yeah. It's like kickers in football. Oh, I hate him. <laughs> Andy just said, "Catchers suck." I'm a catcher. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I'm calling your dad, man. <laughs> Yo, Jerry, wait, wait till you hear what I gotta mm-hmm. say. <laughs> All um, right, so the Cubs took a a, a homer pick at, uh, at number sixteen. Took Ed Howard out of shortstop. <laughs> High school kid. This kid is jacked, and he grew up a White Sox fan, even though he's a Chicago kid. Um. I don't know. Anybody got an opinion on this kid? Because he looks like he's going to be a beast. Well, do, do you know the backstory on this? Do you know the backstory? Tell no, us the backstory. Uh, the, 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 I, I heard part of it, and I thought it was hilarious. Uh, years ago, uh, I guess he was playing in uh, the Little League World Series or something like that, and Theo Epstein was talking to the kids on, on a microphone, talking to these guys, and he was pointing at uh, Howard saying, uh, you know, one day you guys will be a Cub. And then years later, six years later, he gets drafted by Dio Epstein. You heard that? That's pretty cool. Ooh. Yeah. That's all you got. Oh. Right. He's got it all, man, though. He, he's got potential. I I, I, I kind of like this kid. I, I, I think, you know, there there's power and average there and a, and a mediocre amount of speed. I don't know, man. I think this guy's going to be a... If he's hopefully he sticks at shortstop, shortstop one, he's going to be a top 12 shortstop. Wow, in the first five years of his career. Yeah, let's do it. 
I mean, Theo has some really good first round draft choice, like Ian Happ and, you know, things like that. Oh, yeah. God. Like, shake your head. Yes. Shake your head. Yes. I'd let you walk into that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I think I'm going to leave and go you, get a refill on hate, my drink. You, you want him? You want him? He's three bucks. You want him? He's yours. <laughs> All three right. bucks. All right. At number 17, the Red Sox made Here the controversial pick of the draft. Taking Nick York, a California high school second baseman, who they instantly are comparing to Dustin Pedroia. <laughs> but nobody else on the face of the planet felt that way. And there's a lot of rumors out there that the because the Red Sox did not have a second round pick this year, that they're kind of looking at this guy as their second round pick. And they're going to try to sign him for second round money. And if he won't take it, F you, I'll take a second first round pick next year. What do you guys think about this? Well, you know, if you want me to hate a pick, I'm a Yankee fan. I think 31 other, 30 other teams, well, 20 other teams hate this pick. I love it. I'm a Yankee fan. Good. <laughs> of course. There you Great go. pick. Great like, pick for them. Like in another guy, millennial. Great pick for them. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. No, you, you know what? I, I heard he's. He was like 140th ranked or something like that, right? It <laughs> was obscene where he was ranked. And uh, they were shocked that he, he took him. They're like, well, you know, if that's your guy, you want to take him. But this guy was not on. I mean, I heard he was off someone's top 200. So, I mean, yeah, you can hate on that. Well, well, there there's rumors out there that the reason they took him is because a couple of rounds later, they took Blaze Jordan. And they don't have a lot of bonus money, and they want to throw that bonus money at Blaze Jordan and try to get him to sign instead of going to Mississippi State, which is his local college. So this might just be a token pick, and even all the crap that they're saying about how they saw his future before anybody else and all that, that it's just a bunch of crap, and you know they're just trying to save some money and sign some of the guys that – they drafted later on at bonus. I don't know. I don't know. All right. So we got a Mets fan in the podcast. We're going to talk a little bit, not much about uh, Pete Crow Armstrong. One of the coolest names of the draft this year. Outfielder from Harvard, Westlake, California high school. Andy, what do you think about the kid? Uh, I think uh, the the Mets definitely went a different route, and they were focusing on uh, getting high upside defensive players, obviously because they have the, a great staff that they're trying to protect. Uh, they're also drafting multiple players in center field that can stick in center field to replace uh, Jared Kelnick, who they shouldn't have traded. So now they're chasing a ghost and trying to replace him with two guys who, you know, decent prospects who can definitely fill in the role. Uh, I think they they were very excited about the guy they got in the third round. Uh, what's his name? Isaiah something or rather. I forgot his name, but uh, I, I feel that they were trying to f- fill some needs and that's not what you do in the draft. You draft the best available players, but you know, we'll, we'll see how the draft turns out. Uh, I know they got a high upside pitcher with their second pick in uh, JT Ginn, who, uh, people were raving about uh, Isaiah Green. That's a guy from Corona uh, High School. Uh, I think that he could be the sleeper that turns out to be 
someone worth talking about. He was taking uh, uh, 69th overall. Uh, so 69. Nice. Right. <laughs> well, well, hopefully they can turn things around. <laughs> uh, turn things around and yes, yes. that was good. Yes. Well done, well done. <laughs> it's the Whacked Attack Fantasy Podcast. Uh, I need some more Corona. Oh, that was awesome. I need some Corona. So we'll, we'll see what <laughs> see what happens from there. But I I don't. We'll see a couple of years. All right, down the road. all right, all right. Quick, quick trivia question. So Harvard Westlake California High School has produced the most first round picks in the last 10 years of any high school with four. All right. Carl Armstrong this year and three other first round players. If you could name all three, I I don't know. I'll I'll pay for your next KBO DFS GPP buy-in. What do you got? I got one. My boy, Jack Flaherty. That's one. And the rest I'm out. (laughs) All right. Who you got? Lucas Giolito and Max Ooh. Freed, man. Oh, boy. All Ooh. first round picks out of the same high school. Ooh. Imagine that, right? Pretty damn impressive. The thing about Crow Armstrong, kid's going to win a gold glove someday. Best yeah. defensive player drafted as an outfielder this year. That, that, that's where I put it. So from fantasy, the gold glove doesn't help you, but not at all. Keep you in the lineup. It will keep you in the lineup. Well, how's his bat? What do you think of his bat? Uh, it's it's all right. I'd rather have Garrett. Uh, I'd rather have Garrett Mitchell, the next guy. But he's working. We need to work on that power. You know, Garrett Garrett Mitchell Garrett Mitchell from the Brewers. I, I'd rather have that hot girlfriend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. You know, he's got all five tools. I'm ready to go with this guy. This is my dude. I love him. Anyone else? What do you feel about him? Nick, tell me you like him. Let me hear it. I, I'm i not a big fan. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I'm just not a big Rip fan. Him. <laughs> hey, by the way, what, what happened 11 years ago today? Andy, do you know? Um, no. Bobby Bonilla? He, 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 <laughs> dropped, he, dropped, he dropped the ball. Mets, Yankees. Luis Castillo? Luis Castillo dropped the ball. Wow. Yankees scored two runs, win wow. the ball game. Eleven years ago today. Wonderful. So, so uh, the one, <laughs> the one thing you gotta tell me about the the Pete Crow Armstrong is that he has a uh, really good speed. So you might be interested, Nick. I like the speed he's got. Yeah, he's, no power. He's a sixty. Uh, the power they got him at a forty, but you know I've seen and I've seen worse. He's high school. He can build that up, but yeah, we'll see. I like the speed though. <laughs> All right. All right. Right after Garrett Mitchell was my favorite power prospect of the entire draft. Jordan Walker went number 21 out of, out of Decatur, Georgia, to, of course, the St. Louis Cardinals, who get everybody. <laughs> Great farm system. Oh, my God. Guys, I don't know if you know anything about this kid, but he his body size is like he reminds me of Troy Gloss. But his swing is fluid and smooth, and he's athletic. Like, he's got Troy Gloss's body with, like, freaking athleticism. It's crazy. I think this kid's a a superstar. 
Well, I'd rather have Gloss him did. than Spencer Torkelson. Wow. Gloss did have athleticism back in the day. He did come up as a shortstop. So Yes, that's um, true. So but then he just turned into a masher. All right. All right. I I'm telling you guys, put it down. I'm laying the gauntlet down. Get this kid on your team. All right. Carson Tucker, anybody got any information on him? Any any interest? Cole's little brother. I'm sure he's better than his brother. Oh, his brother sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we have to say about that. All right. I, I personally like uh, Aaron Sabota, who the uh, twins kept uh, took. They just keep adding that power in there. 70 potential, 70 great power. Uh, defense sucks. 70. Wow. Yeah. All, right. All right, we'll he go said, 65. Wow. Let's say 65. No, it's 70. huge. That's, that's big. I'm, I'm just... And the Twins just hit. Wow. They hit power. I mean, they just keep adding to that offense. It's stacked. Yeah. Um, but, hey, his hitting sucks. He can bat probably 230, 240. But, hey, if you hit 40 home runs. Yeah, it's good these days. Well, that's all you need. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Who else we got? Right. Anything? A- A- Andy, one of the guys that you were talking to me about Early in the in the draft season was Tyler Soderstrom, the catcher from uh, out of uh, Turlock High School in California, and you were you were telling me that he was a target for my Phillies, but he ended up going to the Athletics. They already signed him, yeah. right? Yeah. And they, they already have one of their top prospects, Sean Murphy, is is a catcher. So, yeah. I I mean, he's a high school kid, so he's he's probably eighteen years old. He's versatile. The, they said they can move him around to different positions. They said it doesn't matter where he plays, his bat's gonna uh, be the winner. So, yeah, yeah. So, hometown so, kid too, only an hour and a half away from uh, Oakland. Local kid, really? Yeah. I didn't. I didn't even realize that. Turlock right. High School is in California. So I just looked it up on uh, Google Maps. Uh, hour okay. and a half. Hour and a half drive. <laughs> with well, California traffic, that might be three hours. You but... didn't Google Map it from here, right? Uh, I mean, no. Okay. No, right, no. Right. Sure. <laughs> You're you in California traffic. California. You put it on walk, <laughs> did you? <laughs> you 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 better off walking in California. <laughs> All right. Mm. All right. So let let let's let, let's wrap this up. So. We're going to say, each of us, what is your favorite player for Dynasty from this draft class? I'm going to go first. Of course. Give you guys a couple of seconds. I I have two that I love. You guys know I love Reed Detmers, but he's not my guy. He's not my guy right now. I'm going to stay... Zach Veen's. He's the, the guy. number one guy in the draft. There's no one better than him. No yeah. more upside. So, so for fantasy, for dynasty, Zach Veen's number one. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, one, Coors? two, three, all three votes. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Cores, he's gonna have a potential. If it's a fifty-five grade power, he has. You want as well just add five or ten to that with course alone. Obviously, obviously, in. Uh, 2023, 2024, when these guys are like, well, I told you Torkelson was the guy and he's hitting 30 home runs for Detroit. That's fine, but wait for this kid. That, that swing is just too beautiful. It's, it's going to be... Uh, I, I called him a Hall of Famer. I said Larry Walker. And like when I see him swing, I could just see him batting 340, you know? Oh my God. Wow. 
Was is Garrett that Hampson, was Garrett Hampson bad after him? <laughs> bad before him getting on base. Yep. All right. So, all right. So we're going with Venus number one. I, I, I'm going to have to say from a hitter per perspective, Austin Martin has to be number two, right? Yep. Yeah. That was my number two. Toronto's offense. <laughs> no disagreement. In two, three years is going to be studly. All right. All right. So who else we got? Give me one more guy. Come on. Throw it out there. Nick Gonzalez. Yeah. Nick Gonzalez. All right. Sean yeah. Rodriguez. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I like uh, Gonzalez as well. I like his okay. path to playing time. I think he gets right in there. All right. Uh, all right. Stack attack squad. We just gave you three players that you need to get on your dynasty team right now. And we did not say Spencer Torkelson. We did not say that. Okay. <laughs> we went off the record. Okay. So you guys need to go out and get that right now. Okay. Andy, anything intelligent to say before we get out of here? Uh, not much, except for I'm excited for Sunday. We have our dynasty draft on Sunday. Yes. So I think I might take my own advice and get someone big. Yeah, not you're Torkelson, scared. right? You're scared. Not Torkelson. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Scott Fishbowl up, up top left. What Ooh. do you say, man? Anything intelligent? That was, that, was, that, was, that was an exciting email I got there for Scott Fish. Yes. Um, I'm same as Andy. I'm excited about the Dynasty Draft Sunday. I'm looking forward to it. I've had my queue ready for the last, what, three months? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did not start yet. Yeah. Uh, my queue's been ready. I'm the second pick, and I've been back and forth with two players. The, so. the champ is here. The champ is here. All right. Champ is here. <laughs> All right, guys. Please make sure to check us out on Twitter. He's at nmimi. He's at amac22nj. And I am always at jtrella20. Guys, anything else to say before we give it to Trevor? Nope. Peace nope, out, guys. It. Nope. Yeah, Intercontinental right. champ. Take us out. Boom. Peace. In the morning, we're in an hour if you see fit. Come on.